Hello and welcome to Theology Matters. This is Dr. John Clark. And uh, today we want to continue our study on biblical distinctions by considering the topic of justification versus sanctification and showing from the scriptures that there is a difference between the two topics and want to want to kind of just talk through some of those differences as we go because there's a lot of confusion especially as it relates to eternal salvation we find a lot of people will um, include sanctification teaching uh, as as prerequisites to be justified by God and there's a lot of mixing and matching and so it's our desire to um, study study to, to, to show ourselves approved and to rightly divide the word of truth and that's really the goal in these small quick studies and so when we look at the the term justification uh, we want to define it uh, because it's it's a Greek word dikaio, uh, and in the verb form which is what I just said is it means to bring out the fact that a person is righteous uh, to simplify the definition we can just say that to justify means to declare someone righteous and so justification uh, generically speaking, although it's used this way often, uh, does not just mean salvation from hell. Uh, in fact, when we go to Luke seven twenty nine, we read uh, that that God Himself is justified. Look at uh, Luke seven twenty nine. And when all the people heard him, even the tax collectors justified God, having been baptized with the baptism of John. And so we see that that God is declared righteous or justified in Luke 7, 29. So it doesn't mean that somebody is saved from hell necessarily. Um, the way that we use this term it, it, to describe how a person is declared righteous by God uh, is is involving salvation. But there are other uses of the word in Scripture. And it's kind of like with the word salvation. We must answer the question uh, when we look at the word salvation in the Scripture, salvation from what? Uh, to understand its contextual meaning with the word justification, we must answer the question by whom in each context to understand its contextual meaning. We kind of looked at that in the last study. We looked at uh, being justified before God, uh, being justified uh, before men or by men, and then being justified by ourselves, you know, as what we know as self justification. But when we talk about justification before God, remember that there are two unsolvable problems for mankind in terms of trying to go to heaven or in terms of uh, obtaining eternal life. Problem number one, we each have a death penalty sentence for being a sinner. Romans 6.23 says the wages of sin is death. That's true of every man, woman, and child who who's ever lived and who lives on planet earth today. The second problem is that we don't possess a righteousness equal to God's righteousness. God's righteousness is perfect. Uh, it never, it, it's never faulty. It never, he never has a moment where he's not righteous. And so, on the basis of those two problems, we don't qualify for heaven. We could never quali- qualify for heaven. That's the good news of the gospel. Jesus came to die and pay the death penalty that you and I deserve to pay. Problem number one solved. And problem number two is also solved through the righteousness of Jesus. God has determined that whoever trusts in Jesus Christ and his finished work for them, that they will be credited or imputed 
righteousness, not just any old righteousness, but the very righteousness of Jesus Christ, the perfect righteousness equal to God's righteousness that can allow them to enter heaven. And so when we look at justification before God and we compare it to sanctification, we need to understand too that sanctification um, has a couple of different aspects. And uh, we'll talk about that briefly uh, through the course of this study. But I want to look first at the at the aspect that most people think of. When we talk and, and hear people mention sanctification, the aspect that we typically think of is what we would call progressive sanctification or uh, spiritual growth, where you you become more righteous in your behavior. And so I want to I want to compare those two and, and make a distinguishing comment, even regarding the time element involving those two. And so when we look at justification before God, uh, that happens at a moment in time where a believing sinner is declared righteous by God. And we see that a couple of different places. Let's go to Romans chapter um, five in verse one, where it reads, therefore, having been justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. And so we see at the moment that we believe in the Lord Jesus Christ, God declares us righteous. He justifies us. Romans 8, 30 also says this, moreover, whom he predestined, these he also called, whom he called, these he also justified, and whom he justified, these he also glorified. Now, the, the word justified, actually all of those words in that verse are all in what we call the aorist tense in the Greek. It represents a point in time action. It, re, it represents a very distinct um, time, uh, a point in time that, that, that a sinner was declared righteous before God or justified before God. 1 Corinthians 6, 11 reads this, and such were some of you, but you were washed you were sanctified, but you were justified in the name of the Lord Jesus and by the Spirit of our God. And so we see these verses bring out the fact that justification before God is a moment in time. Now, progressive sanctification, in contrast, is a process of time. And it's a process of time where a believing child of God, one who's already saved because they've been justified, is made practically righteous by God in their daily life. And so let's look really quickly at a verse in, in Hebrews chapter 10, and then we want to develop these concepts a little bit further. But Hebrews chapter 10, verse 14, reads this. Hebrews 10, verse 14. For by one offering, he has perfected forever those who are being sanctified. And so again, representative of a time element there, especially for progressive sanctification. And so the time element is one of the major things that distinguishes justification from progressive sanctification. With justification, you are either uh, justified or you're not. You, you can't be kind of justified. You can't be almost justified. You can't be getting close to being justified. Uh, you either are or you're on, you aren't, and it's it's like being pregnant. You know, a, a woman is is either pregnant or she's not pregnant. You can't be kind of pregnant. Uh, you can't be almost pregnant, and and so justification functions the same way. In fact, the moment you believe in Jesus Christ and His finished work for you, God slams down His gavel in heaven, His judicial heavenly gavel, and He declares you righteous once for all. 
And so we've got to understand that that is the time element involved in justification. This is why God can make amazing promises like he does in John 3, 16, that whoever believes in him moment in time shall never perish, but has at that moment possesses eternal life, which is life that never ends. Now with sanctification, especially the the progressive element that most people think of, it's a process. It's something that you grow in. And the moment a believer relies upon his or her resources in Jesus Christ, they are being made righteous. They're spiritual. The Spirit of God is influencing them. The Spirit of God is controlling them. The Spirit of God is growing them spiritually. And and as a result, they're going to grow in practical righteousness. And so if in the next moment they stop relying upon Jesus Christ and his resources, then they're not growing in righteousness. And that's the distinction between the two. And what's, what justification does in a moment in time, and it, it, it establishes a right standing before God that can never be altered. Whereas progressive sanctification is, is designed for repeated responses of faith moment by moment in the daily life of the believer, not to gain a positional righteousness before God, but to grow in a practical righteousness in our daily life that results in a life that's pleasing to the Lord. And the problem with m- much of the much of the the teaching out there um, on justification and sanctification is many people try to mix the two. And and they can't be mixed because they're talking about two different elements of righteousness. One is how are you declared righteous before God? How do you obtain a righteous standing before God? And the other one is talking about how do you live practically righteous on this earth, which varies moment by moment, depending upon whether or not the child of God is relying upon the resources they possess in Jesus Christ. Well, Hebrews 10, 14 does a, a great job of actually combining the two, but but keeping them distinct. He, it brings both of these concepts, justification and progressive sanctification into the same verse. Look at Hebrews 10, 14 with me. It says this, For by one offering he has perfected forever those who are being sanctified. And when he says has perfected, he means, uh, that's a word that, that means complete or to be made perfect by reaching the intended goal. And this reference is something that has already been done with results continuing. And it's God who's doing it since it's in the active voice. In other words, he has accomplished something, perfecting somebody, and the results continue in the present. It's it's called a perfect tense uh, in the Greek. So has perfected is in the perfect tense. And what that is saying is that from God's estimation, he has perfected believers. He has brought them to the intended goal. And that and they remain perfected uh, based on his doing. And he's talking there about justification. He, 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 They are righteous. Believers who trust in Jesus Christ are righteous. They remain righteous. They will always be righteous in their standing before God. And then in the same verse, he says, the same people, the ones he has perfected, and this is done by one offering, he has perfected those who are being sanctified and being sanctified the word sanctify actually comes from the same root word as holy 
It, it means to make holy, to make clean, or to set apart. And obviously, we can see the change in the verb tense. This references something that is being done presently. And since it's in the passive voice, it speaks of an outside source doing the action to us. In other words, God is the one who is sanctifying the believer, and he's doing it in the present. And so obviously we see has perfected reflects a done deal, completed event with ongoing results. Being sanctified reflects ongoing actions in the present. So you can see the the difference between justification and progressive sanctification in that verse. Now, one of the things that we'll see uh, as we talk about justification and progressive sanctification is that oftentimes we can use synonyms talking about these two different aspects uh, of salvation. You know, again, justification representing salvation from the penalty of sin, whereas sanctification represents the salva- our salvation from the very power of sin. And so one of the synonyms used for justification before God is, is actually positional sanctification in Christ, because that's what occurred the moment the believer trusted in the finished work of Christ he or she was baptized into the body of Christ. And so they were positionally set apart or sanctified in Christ. That and justification are speaking of the same event. Whereas progressive sanctification, a, a synonym for that, is conditional sanctification. Um, so you've got positional sanctification, that's a synonym for justification. And you've got conditional sanctification, which is a synonym for progressive sanctification because conditional sanctification uh, reflects a growth in righteousness or holiness of life in this world. And it describes the outworking of righteousness in the Christian life. And so we'll consider that more the next time. 